Hey everyone and welcome to this, the 8th episode of Good Friday Films, a podcast where we chat about movies with a Christian perspective. My name is Joe and I'm joined as always by my friend Tiller. Yeah. Uh, how's your week been? My week has been, uh, yeah, really good. Um, encouraging, um, just encouraging stuff happening at work. Nice, yeah. Um, context, Joe and I are missionaries by trade. Um, yeah, we work for a Christian organization. Um, on university campus, so mm, really like heart, we're tradies at heart, you know. Tradies, at- <laughs> <laughs> that's how tradies trade. for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and so yeah, yeah, no, it's been good. It's been encouraging. Um, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's been a good week. I'm um, my energy levels are getting up there compared to the last week. Last, I feel. last yeah. week's yeah, our, our lower lower energy episode <laughs> <Yeah>. last week. <laughs> During editing, I'm like, this is going to be a fun episode. I think so. I, yeah. I, I'm looking forward I'm to I'm going to be roasted by Joe Apparent, so <laughs> stick around for that. Stick around for the roasting. Yeah. Uh, for any new listeners, this podcast is where we discuss popular movies, plus the themes and values we can get out of them. Mm. In this episode, we're covering the movie Seven Pounds. <laughs> so, Seven Pounds was the one, our first recommendation um, by our friend and team leader. Yes. Um, what were you thinking before you watched this? How, how are you feeling about it? Um. Well- I looked at the like score on Rotten Tomatoes, a critic mm. score was twenty seven percent, and it's I was pretty like, low. It's quite low. And then I looked at the audience score, and it was like seventy five percent. So I'm like, you know what? Critics don't always get it right, right? <laughs> Let me just give this a go. Yeah. Um, so a bit optimistic going yeah. into it. Yeah. Well, not optimistic. I was just like, let me just give it a go. See okay. what happens. Yeah. It could be a good film. Right. Um, Had you heard much about it before? Like, what I'd- was your knowledge going into it? I kind of had a basic understanding of the plot, yeah, um, okay. of what was going on, right? The film. Yeah, so kind of knew about it. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, I think um, I'd heard the plot before. Again, like when it was recommended, I, I looked it up. I'm like, oh, low review, like low rating. <laughs> and I'm not one to kind of take a rating at face value and be like, right, this is obviously a bad movie. But more often than not. I'm, I'm a pretty vanilla guy. <laughs> I agree with the mainstream most often. So, if something's rated low, low, I'll be like, generally, I'll probably agree with the majority. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, yeah, creeks can be really wrong. Mm. Audiences, audience scores were high. So, I was like, well, we'll give it a watch, see what it's like. And I had heard the plot before. I'd seen a, a movie, it was like a movie analysis or something of the ending of the movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, in Like a year ago. And yep. so, that was vaguely in my mind. So, I kind of knew- um, what the plot was about. Um, mm. But before we get into that, just a, a, a summary for those who, I guess, are in thinking about watching it. Yeah. Um, Seven Pounds is a 2008 American drama film directed by Gabriel Machino, starring Will Smith as a man who sets out to change the lives of seven people. Uh, the cast includes Rosario Dawson, Woody Harrelson, Barry Pepper. Um, at a budget of $54 million and it at a box office of $169.7 million. Yes. So, did okay. I think, looking into it a little bit, this was one of Will Smith's lowest performing movies. Yeah. Um, but, you know, still made its money back. Mm. Compared to some of the movies we've looked at recently, like, they lost a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything in the positives is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Tila, for, for our, our listeners, what is, like, your non-spoiler um, summary of this movie? Um... I forget his name. The main character it's was Ben. Ben, yeah, as uh, guy called Ben, who um, sort of like really tormented by something that he's done in the past, and he's trying to sort of make up for it 
throughout the film by, yeah, kind of doing good deeds for people. Mm. So that's the bare bones plot that yeah. I... <laughs> there's not much you can say. This is... Beyond that. <laughs> this is like, there's a, quite a few actual spoilers in this. Yeah. Uh, and that's just kind of around the way this movie's edited. Mm. Um, even in the marketing, apparently when it first came out, they like had marketed, don't tell people the twist or the... Uh, the, you know, the, um, the spoiler. The twist. Yeah, <laughs> the twist. What twist? Like a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, take that as you will. Like, I knew the plot before watching it. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say, like, it probably, it will have a little bit of an impact on your viewing if you if you know the ending or know how the movie goes. Yeah. But overall, I, yeah, it didn't affect me too much. That being said, we'll probably just be in the non-spoiler section briefly. And yeah. most of our discussion t- today will be in the spoilers, I reckon. Spoilers. So values. What are, what are some things I guess you can say about it that you liked or didn't like without spoiling anything? Um, what do I like about it? Um, what I didn't like. About <laughs> it. Yeah, what you did. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, we've kind of talked about it briefly already. You basically said like you didn't. You weren't a fan of this movie. Sorry. Yeah. Let, let me just straight off the bat. Yeah. I watched the film and I had a, we had a meeting with our team leader on Monday. <laughs> And um, Dillis just comes out and goes like, it was a bad movie. <laughs> a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I could see the heart behind it, like what they yeah. were aiming for, but it just like, it was just like, it was a bad attempt. Okay. Um, Is it more about like for. the morals or the, the kind of the message they're trying to get across? Yeah, the morals and the messages and like yeah. how they, yeah, tried to get a message across and make right. it seem like. Okay. It's a bit dodgy. Kind of missed the mark a little bit. Missed the mark a little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, I think the acting was good. It was definitely very heartfelt and you could, like, feel it. Yeah, the performances, were, I'd say, were good. Like, Will Smith, um, yeah. Rosario Dawson, who plays Emily, Barry yep. Pepper, his friend. Yeah. All those three definitely had moments and I'm like, man, that's compelling. They've done a good job. Yeah, it was definitely emotionally compelling. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I try... I, I, I was aware that it was going to be like a very heartfelt, emotionally sort of compelling mm. film. So I'm like, yeah, right. I could You're feel the tug that. on my heart, but yeah, I was like, but I you kind of had to prepare this... yourself a bit. Yeah, wall up, <laughs> <laughs> wall up, going into it. No, I look to a phone off to the side every now and then, distance myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I look. I'm probably this is probably going to be one where we're opposing ends, to be honest. So mm. I, hearing your opinion, like, oh, it's not good, and seeing the the critics. Like, it's, it was pretty brutal. If you go read the critic reviews, they all kind of hate it. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, this is going to be a bad movie. <laughs> I actually had most more positive than negative to say about it. Sure. Um, I think, like, yeah, like you said, the performances, the acting was good. One thing that I did really enjoy, yep. um, and this is kind of getting to the, like, don't be spoiled by, by it, I guess. A lot of the editing around it is edited almost as a mystery mm. of, like, this, um, this thriller, and they build kind of tension throughout it. And I feel like that was a really engaging part of the movie of mm. like you're kind of unpacking this character of ben yep you know, what's he like who was he really like why is he doing these things yeah um so i enjoyed that part of it i thought that was done well yeah um, well i think one redeeming quality that would give it is <laughs> graciously <laughs> the fact that <clears throat> what we what you see in the film is something that people do really like deal with in real life yeah and so i was like okay yeah like, it felt kind of realistic yeah, um, that's almost. right. It didn't. Yeah, it felt fairly genuine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a bit long. It was. I think it was on two hours. Yeah. Like, so when you start watching it, uh, when did I watch it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I watched it on Sunday. 
Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. For two hours, like maybe you started at like one. They would have you'd finished watching I, at like three. You would have you would have stopped watching the movie by then, right? Well, it was a one point five x speed, so <laughs> it it was less than an hour and a half. It was less than ninety minutes. So. I just found that so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, what point? So yeah. Tiller put it on a 1.5 times speed. <laughs> well, it started at 1.25. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's and very I was like, generous. let me move to 1.5. <laughs> uh, what, so, what point through the movie did you switch it over to 1.5 times? Um, probably like 20 minutes into the film. I was like, okay. It got a bit too slow for yeah. you. I did feel that. Um, when you kind of admitted that to me, I was watching it and that was at the back <laughs> of my mind. I'm like, oh, I could... I could ramp it up as well, but I couldn't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I think there were some parts where, like, I think the movie was probably a little bit too long, and you yeah. see that the movie is very much about the people and the characters. Yeah. Um, but I think there's a lot of those scenes with those characters that that are just boring. Mm. You're like, okay, you can probably cut out a few of these scenes. There's also some of the dialogue. Um, this isn't really a spoiler, but the character of Emily, she's mm. like got a, an illness she's sick uh and there's like points where they're just reading out in this very like not not it's not very smoothly done they're just like you have this sickness and this means this and therefore this and you're like okay that's that's for me that's for the audience mm. doesn't feel very natural <laughs> um one, <laughs> one of the things i really disliked yeah uh emily has a vegetarian dog <laughs> <laughs> I can't what? dislike her now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, dear. take the dog off. <laughs> Call take- the RSPC. <laughs> yeah, honestly, guys, don't feed your dogs vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> they need meat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Not much more I can really say about it without getting into spoilers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What was, what would you, what was your rating for this one? You're general, generally pretty generous with your generally, ratings. Generally, yeah. Decent with my ratings. Um, I'm going to say five out of ten five. for this one. It still passes. Yeah, it depends on your um perspective. You know, is <laughs> okay. it half empty or half full? Right. Know, well, what like, is your perspective? <laughs> half empty. This half one. empty. Okay, yeah. mate. Missed out on those other five points. <laughs> Lower five. Let's okay. say that. Lower it's not a high five. five. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Um, I said it was good. Honestly, yeah. I feel like it's underrated. Um. Nothing, it's not like amazing. I didn't think it was groundbreaking by any means, mm-hmm. but not terrible either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd just say like got some good good performances. Yep. Probably the best thing I could say is you get to the end and it like, is impactful and you, it definitely makes you feel, definitely connect with the characters. Yep. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd recommend it. Mm. Um, but okay, now we're to the spoilers. <laughs> uh, so again, I'll just do like a full plot summary yeah. or unless you want to do this one. Um, no, you do it. Okay. This is your bit. This is my part. I did my um, basic bare bones plot. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. you contributed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, plot summary. Basically, Ben, um, he was in a car crash. Uh, like, he just got engaged. Checked his phone while driving. Really, this is a, a great advertisement for wearing your seatbelt and not checking your phone while driving. Um, but yeah, gets into a car crash. Seven people die, including his fiance. Mm. And obviously, that's super devastating for him. Mm. And so, he, the movie really is has this premise of him start, like, dealing with depression, severe depression, to the point where he doesn't see his life as any value and he kind of wants to atone for, like, the, his sins, I guess. Mm. He wants to make up for it by helping seven other people. Mm. That's where you get the movie Seven Pounds. That's right. The, the name Seven Pounds. And I have here written, 
Seven pounds? What a bargain. <laughs> <laughs> Seven pounds. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's, that's pretty, that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and so throughout the course of the movie, he meets this person, <laughs> Emily, who has, like, a heart condition, uh, and for some reason he really connects with her, grows to love her, and then by the end of it, like, he, he's planned to kill himself and mm. contribute his organs to people. Um, to, I guess, make their lives better mm. and put himself out of his misery or, I guess, punish himself. Mm. And it kind of switches halfway through to him almost sacrificing himself now because Emily's going to die yep. without a heart. And so, he's like, well, I'll do it for her a little bit. Um, and, yeah, so... <laughs> um, that's kind of the plot summary. And, and, obviously, there's a lot there that is questionable. <laughs> what is it till I was cracking up? getting the seat of him. <laughs> In the bathroom, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Well, look, what do you think about that? Because that's, I think, obviously the most, I guess, well, potentially harrowing, yeah, or confronting scene of the movie where he kills himself. Yeah, and well, yeah, this is the this is the critical point about that. He kills himself using a box jellyfish. Yep. Um. Yeah. What were your thoughts, Tiller, around? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't even know. I didn't look into the biology of that. Like, does that make his body still like? Well, that's okay. I've got this note here. I looked it up. It was my thought watching it. Box jellyfish, right? They attack like their venom attacks your heart. Yeah, yeah. It like, kills so, your heart. It kills your heart. And so I looked it up. Yeah, the box jellyfish venom. Box jellyfish venom is cardiotoxic, which would make his heart unsuitable for a transplant. <laughs> See, they tried to slip that one past us. I was like, hang on a second. Uh, yeah. And I think um. Look, that is probably the biggest flaw in the movie, (laughs) is the way he tries to kill himself. And then he's, like, all of a sudden rushed into, like, the emergency room, and then, like, they're operating on him immediately, and they they take the heart out, and they're like- Yeah, well, because you're you're a a nurse by by trade originally. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Used to be a nurse. Um, So, yeah, what what did you find, I guess, they did incorrect, portrayed incorrectly there? Well, there's just a whole process that you have to go through- um, with being a donor and stuff and you right. have to put your name on a list and, Be registered. and things like that. And, um, yeah, but he's like sort of put all of that on his friend. Um, well, I was assuming that he's, he was a registered donor. Yeah. Okay. His friend just had the role of the getting, role the, body of there getting the body there quickly. Right. Yeah. Um, but then the, just the timing of it all was kind of just, how could you have t- timed that? Yeah. You know what I mean? With like her being in the surgery at the same time. And right. Well, that was just so. Yeah, do you have to be in the hospital at the same time as someone for that? To well, happen? his body was like sort of moved into there. Thing. Yeah. Of- well, I think so. His friend drove him to the hospital. I think. Yeah. Okay. And then, I'm assuming he's registered as an organ donor, and then his friend's trying to convince him like this. This woman, she needs the heart. Yeah. And so okay. that's when they page her to get her to rock up. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Is that right or? Well, then, like for the woman, if she was going to have. The surgery, she would have had like a heart waiting for her already to be donated. And so the fact that it was just, I just, yeah, I don't know. It was just the timing of it all was just a bit like weird. You would have normally had she- them both in the room, is what you mean. Yeah. You normally, well, like prepare the heart. Yeah, because she was about to have the surgery either way, whether he. Oh, no, I don't think she was. So the point was that, because he remember before then, he goes in to talk to the, the, the doctor and mm. he's like, what are you, the chances of, of having a heart? She's like three percent, five percent. You might have missed it. Or I like might the, have missed that. The squirrel yeah, okay. talk, you know, yeah. <laughs> the chipmunk voices. Yeah, 
1.5 speed. Um, but yeah, so that's that was, I guess, my reasoning. Um, I think his motivation for killing himself switches halfway through because he, by the end of it, he doesn't really want to anymore a little bit. That's why he goes and checks first. Yeah. Because he, he has fallen for her and he's like, I, you know, if there's a chance we can both live together now. Yeah. That was the impression I got. I was like, yeah. It's a bit. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a lot there around that that we should discuss. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> he calls the ambulance beforehand and he's like, yeah. Someone's about Someone's to <laughs> <laughs> commit. Who's, yeah. Who? Who's a victim? I am. I am. <laughs> It felt a bit corny. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, that for me is the probably the biggest yeah. uh, flaw or mistake in the yeah. filmmaking is I don't like- Out of all the ways that he could have killed himself a jellyfish, the one thing that would have made him unsuitable for heart's transplant. Yeah, I- Yeah, but, the, the writers. Uh, yeah. I want to talk to the writers. Did you do your research? Like, Yeah, it's not hard. I just Googled it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, if you just overlook that, I think. Yeah. It does. Like, when I, when you look at the criticism of the movie and the reviews, pretty mm. much everything's like, it's just like, it's a logical thing. It doesn't make sense. I'm like, okay, just look past that, guys. <laughs> There's a mistake there. Yeah. They didn't do their research. But the rest of the movie overall, I think, isn't yeah. that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Any things that you, uh, with the story that you liked or even other things that you didn't like? The um people who received his- Body parts, yeah, like needing each other and stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> my like mind <clears throat> um, immediately went to like a meme where it's like he's a part of us now, isn't oh, he, right. or something like that. Have you seen that meme? <laughs> no. Oh, like I've got to find it. Okay, give me a second. Yeah, show it to um, me. Let me find the meme. I'm gonna show. Show a meme, guys. Hang on a second. Go take a break while I look at this. I'll be right back because I'm just gonna cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I can't find it. Can't um, find so it. when I find it at some point, okay. I'll send it to you, Joe. <laughs> and then I'll react to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll add it onto the podcast. Suspend Sizzle. <laughs> no, no, come back next week. At the start of the episode, I'll react to the meme. <laughs> yeah. But it basically the meme's like, oh he's he's a part of us forever now, isn't he? Or something right, like that. Right, okay. Yeah. Um immortality. That's- <laughs> right, okay. Do you remember when I sent you that message it was like the underlying plot? Yeah, the underlying like- theme is all- <clears throat> Being immortal. Or immortal. <laughs> yeah. See, I found that whole concept, I found it really co- touching. The mm. idea of, like, she now has his heart within her. Yeah. And she goes to find this guy who's he's transferred his eyes, which I didn't yeah. know was a thing. Yeah. But anyway, the idea that, like, she's the gaze into his eyes again. Yeah. I'm like, no, that was, that was, like, I felt that. Yeah. Um, it was a, Woody Harrelson's not really a dramatic actor, so. <laughs> no. <laughs> that kind of chill. took me out of it a little bit. Um, <laughs> Yeah. What about, him, what about him yelling at the beginning at like Woody Harrelson's character? Oh, yeah. On the phone. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> so abusive. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, that's okay. Something I really I did like was the progression of his character. character I guess the your understanding of his character. Becoming more empathetic. Yeah. Because, you're very, and that kind of leads into the mystery of it. Yeah. But at the start, yeah, it opens up. He's like, you coward, you coward. Yeah. Oh, what's got this guy in like a mood? Like, yeah. Yeah. a bad day or like. He's like a jerk. Yeah. Um, and then like even he goes to visit her in the hospital and he seems a bit creepy. He, yeah, initially. And, like, and like, she's I'm, like, were you, in the, were you in the room yeah. that day? And I'm like, like, man, this guy's abusing his IRS now. <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing? No, I wasn't in that room. That would be improper for like an IRS, IRS agent, agent to do. Yeah. Like- and so <laughs> I did like they've unpacked it and you re- realize, oh, I mean, like. 
you probably didn't have to be as much of a jerk. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was like, yeah, anyway. But overall, like recognizing, oh, uh, he's actually trying to be a really nice guy. Yeah, he is. He was trying. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I enjoyed that that aspect of it. One question I had um, was, so around that whole concept, right, of like, yeah, one thing is right from the start, he's dealing with depression and I knew, I'm like, okay, he's planning to, to kill himself. Yeah. And I could see like in Will Smith's performance, like the, 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 the smile he would put on masking like, the underlying mm. sadness or despair. Mm. Yeah, I, I can that see was impressive. that too. Um, but I felt like towards the end, he has this date with Emily. Um, they tell each other that they love each other. They have a little intimate moment. Um have sex. <laughs> no. Um, nothing was shown. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, like, at that point, I like, do you think his character was at then like, oh, now I don't want to do it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Why he kind of sort of, like, went beyond that. Like, mm. I guess he's found a reason to live again, right? That's right. Not yeah. that that should be your only reason to live. No. Oh, well, yeah, he's clearly messed up. He's very messed up. Yeah. Um. And then he still kind of goes and does it. Um, yeah. And so that was. So I guess like his motivation is like what. Yeah. Kind of just like, okay, like what was your motivation? Be, yeah. Was it really love or was it because you just haven't dealt with like the past yeah. sins and you still haven't feel like by doing it's this? My, it's I gonna... think it's probably a bit of both. This might, we can probably unpack a bit in the values of yeah. the movie because I think it's. Yeah. A bit. I don't know if they've handled the whole topic well. Yeah. I think that's why I got a lot of had reviews yeah i think so um, and i'm being critical of it for that too yeah and i think that's fair to be honest mm. like it's such a heavy topic and it felt i mean in one sense you can't necessarily criticize the character no i felt the character was written well yes he's a realistic character um it's more i think if you're creating characters like this it's almost there are people in the world who are in those positions yeah and it's always your responsibility to Give them solutions. Hope. Yeah. Rather yeah. than kind of like this, your solution is to go through and kill yourself. Yeah. Kind of romanticizing. Yeah. Flirting with that. And so, so like on, on that side, I think the character was well written, but I probably would have preferred them to write him differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, like if you look at his character, he's depressed. He doesn't have any friends with him. Like he's alone the whole movie. He's got mm. his brother who is just angry at him the whole time a little bit, but you never see him. No. He's yeah. one friend who knows he's going to kill himself. Yep. And it's just like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit like, well, that's a bad a friend. Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What he really needed was a therapist. <laughs> Someone to actually work through so. it with. Um, but yeah. Um, I liked it's a part in the movie where, so he's meant to be an engineer um, <laughs> and he's actually pretending to be an IRS agent brother. Yeah, he's taking his brother's um ID or something like that. Yeah, yeah, taking his badge, and so that was, like that was I'm like that explains a lot because he's not he's not a very good he's IRS not agent. mentally. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah um, for sure. But yeah, I like that he goes and fixes Emily's printing press machine because he's an engineer. You know, <laughs> he's an engineer. That's what he does. Engineers can fix things. Yeah. <laughs> no matter that he's like what an aeronautical engineer or something, aerospace engineer. Yeah, that's right. Oh, anyway, that was funny. Um. I liked as well, there was kind of this, throughout the movie, you see kind of the ghost of his fiance. 
On yeah, yeah. And I thought that was really cleverly done. Like, there's this one scene especially. I think he's just met with Emily. Emily's character kind of tried to help her a bit. But then it plays this, like, really happy music, almost peaceful music. Mm. But you can clearly see he's troubled. Like, he's not at peace. Mm. And it goes, like, it's, it's, I really like the contrast of kind of your standard romantic, almost fairy tale shots of him at the beach. He's looking at his fiance. There's music playing. Mm. But then his face is just, like, distraught and he's crying. Yeah. So, I thought that was done really well. Mm. And the conflict of... And what's, well, it's not even conflict. It's just, it's playing up that tension and that mystery. Yeah. Of why is he feeling this way? Yeah. The past, yeah. tormented, being, yeah. being tormented by the past. And, yeah. yeah. I'd, I liked the music as well, for the most part. Yeah. What's the jazz, yeah. I felt? Like, piano stuff. Yeah. Compelling, soft, yeah. felt sort of jazz, nice. piano. Um, yeah, some things I didn't like. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> um... The relationship between Emily and Will Smith's character. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, yeah. Why didn't you like it? It felt weird to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was a creepy guy, if we're being honest. Yeah, that's true. He's, He's kind of rushed. spying on her. Yeah. He just rocks up, sits there in his ha- her house. Yep. I was like, no one would be interested in this guy. <laughs> well, she, as a character herself, has been through a lot. Yeah. Really, right? And so- Maybe someone just giving her some love, support, support and attention, looking out right. for her. Maybe that's sort of like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, it's, it's a bit felt a bit weird at, at points. Weird. I think the performances with in that side. Yeah, um, it kind of went from like IRS agent to like like that. A, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he kind of dropped that role. A little yeah, bit. professional standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I also who were the seven people that he, he helped like because the idea is the seven pounds yep and so seven people that he's yes killed and he's trying to seven time. pounds is the weight of organs do you think that's how I kind of interpret it the weight of the is it what did you think seven pounds meant I thought um that because he's he lists off seven people seven people yeah. I mean, they use the words, the number seven a couple of times. They start the movie. Hmm. God made the world in seven, seven days. days. And then it took me seven seconds. Seconds to ruin my life. And I'm like, yeah. okay, that's a line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, intriguing. Yeah. And the other one, she says that she got a great Dane because they only live seven years. <laughs> they actually live eight to ten years. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they wanted the number seven. And so, I think that, that was my idea. It's like, well, seven is... Um, Completion, the number of completion. Well, it relates to. I don't know actually. Yeah. Why do they choose the number seven? Because there's got to be a better reason. Yeah. I thought. But anyway, I assumed that there, he was paying back. He killed seven people, so he's got to help seven people. Yeah. Well, I just don't understand the pounds bit. That's all. Um, yeah, that's true. I thought that was just the the weight of um. Maybe it's like the weight that he was carrying. Oh, here we go. This is I've scrolled <laughs> down not, to, a, to our IMDb um, trivia section. Okay, so they've got all the answers for us. Don't worry. Yeah. the The title is a reference to William Shakespeare's play *The Merchant in Venice*, oh. in which the merchant Antonio agrees to give the moneylender Shylock a pound of his flesh if his debt is not paid on time. Seven is the number of debts in the plot, with the exception of Connie. All the debts are literally paid in flesh. So I was right. It was the weight of the pounds of flesh that he was giving to. 
No, no. So the idea is in the William Shakespeare's play, he's going to repay his debt with a pound of flesh. Okay. So it's basically implying that he has seven debts to pay. Seven pounds of flesh. Pounds seven of flesh. debts to pay. Okay. Yeah. Well, he does give some actual flesh. Yeah, he does as well. <laughs> That's right. Um, I think I saw another trivia fact somewhere. It's like, his organ weights don't add up to seven pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the heart and the eye. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so that can't be the reason why. Yeah, that's true. That's but then, so then for point. me, it's like, so what are the seven people that he paid back? So, he, he did Emily. He did the dude with the eyes. He yep. did his brother, Lungs. Yep. The lady he gave the house to lady with, with the, the house. kids. Um, Guy with bone marrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does he count the old lady in the nursing home? Yeah, potentially, maybe. Um, there was a lady in the post office as well. Oh, her, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that yeah. wasn't the post office. That was the child. Sorry, yeah, that place. Yeah. It looked like a post office. <laughs> it was <laughs> It was meant to be the, um, what's it called? The Department of Family Services. But right. Yeah. my keen-eyed viewers would have noticed <laughs> that it's actually office. said the Department of Family Sevis. <laughs> <laughs> it was misspelled. Oh, and that's why critics hate it. <laughs> right, um, seven, seven, seven. So there was that six then that we got. Yeah. Yeah. Who um, would the seventh be? I don't know. Yeah, see, that was... It was there would have been seven. Though. Surely there's seven. Yeah. I'll, surely there's, I'll just look this up. Bone marrow kidney, lobe liver, lobe of lungs... One of his lungs, I think. Eyes. Oh, heart. yeah. His brother. Yeah, that was the lung. Okay. Um, that's just six. I don't know. Well, let us know. If you, if you knew the person <laughs> you were crack. missing. <laughs> you crack the, the case. One. Yeah. <laughs> Told you it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think. Yeah, the last thing I guess I didn't like. Oh, no. This is something. Mm. Oh, real sticking point. Well, let's go. Don't put your hands on the glass in an aquarium. Please don't. <laughs> There's a flashback of him as a kid admiring the box jellyfish. And he's just sitting there like face pressed against the glass. Yeah, I did see both that. hands. And that, was, that just bugged me. Mm. I'm like, you're going to get your sticky hands, your greasy <laughs> hands all over that glass. Be considerate. Be considerate. Come Someone on. has to come and clean that up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the main thing I guess I didn't like, it does kind of glorify suicide. It does. It does. Um, I don't think that was the intention of the movie. Yeah. But definitely could have been handled better. Um, and I guess that brings us a bit to the values or the messages. Section. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite section. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he, like two main values that I picked up on was, um, atoning for sin, making up for sin for wrongdoings of the past. Mm. And he constantly, he would co- Constantly keep asking the question, what does it mean to be a good person? Or what makes a good person? Right. You yeah. notice that as well? Like, it mm. kept coming up in his conversations with him. Oh, definitely. Um, well, his whole job, his whole, like, I guess, self-assigned task is to find good people. Find good people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, for him as a character, he's trying to make up for the wrong of the past by trying to do good deeds. And... That eventually leads him to, like, committing suicide. And it's just yeah. like, hmm, I don't know about that, buddy. Let's deal with the sins of the past. Yep. Let's find forgiveness in what you've done. Yes, it was wrong. And it cost the lives of seven people. Mm. But what if you just talked it through and, uh, yeah, dealt with that, with, with the sins? And right. So, 
Yeah. So as 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 Christians, we don't believe that um, anyone outside of God is is truly good. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, that comes to that question because I, I mean, I I, I kind of want to get back into the um that perspective around like you know, the glorification of it all. But yeah, like you're saying, the goodness of people. He's he's kind of ranking people almost. Yeah. Like, what if you'd met Emily, and then he'd seen something like, oh, actually. You're not a good person. Yeah. <laughs> you deserve to not get a heart. Yeah. <laughs> like what What makes her good enough to get a heart? And exactly. To live, you yeah. Know? He would co- constantly say like, oh, because you deserve it. Yeah. Because you're good. I'm helping you because you deserve it because you're a good person. Yeah. It's like, okay, like what makes her a good person? Yeah. What's the standard of measurement that you're using right. to define someone as good? And so- I think in this movie, it's about selflessness a little bit. That's kind of what they, they, they say. If you're selfless, then you're good. Yes. Yeah. It's really the idea. Um, that'll make up for any kind of wrongdoing. Yeah, any any wrongdoing, um, which is yeah, <laughs> not the way that we see it anyway as Christians. Um, yeah, did you want to unpack that a bit? Yeah, um, <clears throat> we believe as Christians that um, only Jesus can only actually atone for our sins and wrongdoings. Mm. Um, our wrongdoings are still wrongdoings. It's still like our like it's. They still will stay on your record, like as long as if there's no like debt, if the debt's not paid, if like your wrongdoings are not cleared, mm. um, then it's still on your record, and you need a sufficient sort of payment to, um, yeah, be cleared of your debt or your sins or your wrongdoings. Right, and we ourselves cannot actually atone for sins, and this is. And within our worldview, we believe we God has created this universe, right? And when you sin in his universe, you're sinning against him. Mm. And when you sin once, your sins have become multiplied like infinitely because you're sinning against an infinite being, right? And so there's no way that you could actually um, earn your way back. You, you can't atone for yourself when mm. it comes to sinning against God. Um, it would take you eternity, essentially. Right. Um, and that's the whole point of Jesus' sacrifice coming, um, dying for us on the cross is he's making that payment, that debt that we right. couldn't pay. Because, yeah, that's like the one side of things um, is, I mean, using this movie, I guess, as, a, as the analogy, yeah. um, you know, Ben is trying to weigh up people's actions and like, okay, he's weighed himself, he's judged himself. He's like, I am no longer worthy of life. Yep. I need to make up for the, my crimes. I need to kind of pay it back equal. Yeah. That'll kind of give it an equivalent. He's playing God in a sense by making a judgment for himself. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then in similar fashion, he's making a judgment of others around him. And others. he's going, okay, so you're good. You are one of the- You're good enough to almost atone for what I've done. You can take yep. away some of the the bad I've done. Yep. Um, and so the one hand, one side of things is, mm. I guess, the measuring stick he's using to work out if you're good is too short. Yeah, you know, um, we can't reach that. You can't. We can't ever do enough good that we've never done wrong. That's right. Um, and we believe that uh, a just God mm. does not forget mm. wrong. Mm. Um, he 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 views each wrong and requires, I guess, the atonement or the punishment for that wrong. Yep. But on the other hand. Um, we also believe that every life has inherent value. That's right. And so, when 
Ben looks at himself and goes, I'm no longer worthy to live. Um, God doesn't look at Ben like mm. that. He doesn't go, you've done all this wrong. Therefore, you must die. You must die. He doesn't look at um, him like that. Because what he's done is he's provided a way to, to his home from us outside of ourselves. So, we can live. We can live. So, That's we can right. have a clean record and have a clean conscience that doesn't drive us down a really destructive road. Yeah. Um, and it kind of frees us in two directions because in one direction, it means that um, we no longer, I guess, have to um, feel like we're not not good enough. Like we have to constantly be striving and to be perfect because we know that we can't. We can't mm. ever be good enough. Yep. But in the other direction, we, we no longer condemn ourselves mm. because we know that God has already paid for all the wrongdoing. Yeah, and your motivation for good doing doing good deeds and sacrifices and things like that is now a clean conscience. That's right. Whereas it's not about self-preservation anymore. Y- yeah, exactly. Whereas um, Ben's way was trying to obtain a clean conscience through that's doing right. good deeds and things like that. And that, for me, I think that's why the writers chose the jellyfish as his way of killing himself because yeah. they show it like it's a super painful death. Yeah, he suffers immensely. Yeah, and he, as the character, is like, well, this will this will pay for it i've i'm suffering I've truly suffered for yeah. what i've done wrong yeah um and god isn't asking that of us he's not like you no. need to suffer and die <laughs> he doesn't wrongdoing because guess what that's already happened it's happened someone has cross. already suffered and died for you exactly um so yeah i think that's kind of i guess the the values mm. of that judging good um like judging what's good and what's not good yep but when you if we go back to the whole glorification of suicide um I mean, I'm not really qualified to talk about this at all. So take Neither everything I, I. Yeah, <laughs> take all this with a grain of We're salt. We're not professionals on this topic. This topic. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I guess just from my my perspective or my opinion, um, I I feel it has inadvertently kind of painted Ben out to be a hero. Yep. Because he's his his perspective shifts from being someone who's completely depressed to being someone who's now nobly sacrificing himself mm. to give his heart mm. to this woman. Um, and the reality is no one wants that. Like, you're much better off if you're in Ben's position. Mm. He's In his mind, he's gone, I can help seven people through my death. Mm. But think about how much more you can do with your life. How you know? much more he could have helped with his life as That's an right. engineer. That's right. Yeah. There's way more people who would be able to help. And so, I don't, yeah, I don't think that maybe did a great job of painting. Actually, the better option, mm. the, the much wiser um and the good option is for him to recognize, I guess, what he's done. Mm. Recognize- Come to terms. Come with terms with it. Yeah. Like, there's no getting past that. It's been yeah. this tragedy. Yeah. But not paying for that through death, but paying for that through his actions in life. Yep. I'm very well reminded of the character, well, the real person, Judas. Right. In the Bible, who's yeah. done this really heinous thing, right? And- after he's betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, realizing what he's done, he goes and commits suicide. He, mm. he um, hangs himself. Um, and it's interesting because Peter and Peter, the disciple Peter and, the, and, and Judas are two pe- beings that are contrasted. Right. Peter has done this thing that's like really bad as well, where he's um, betrayed Jesus you know, yeah, by his he's renounced him. He's renounced him not once, but three times. Yeah. And you see earlier in the Gospels that Jesus, before the whole ordeal of him being betrayed, Jesus says, like, if you deny me before 
Man. Man, I will mm. deny you before my father. That's or, right. But what's different- So, you could, like, what Peter's done is, like, really bad. But what's different between Peter and Judas is Peter continues to live with the consequences of what he's done. He doesn't go and, like, off himself or anything. Like yeah. And he's able to be forgiven by Jesus when he comes back from the grave. That's right. And it actually transforms him, right? Mm. And now he's got this motivation to help people and to love people. Um, and, and, and I think about the, like one of the biggest, what ifs is what if Judas hadn't gone and right. I really believe like Jesus would have forgiven him. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for me, that kind of story, mm. I mean, that's the gospel, right? Yeah. Of forgiveness is yeah. way more powerful than what we've just, what the movie we've watched. Exactly. Like if Ben had, had. Come to terms, I guess, what he's with what he's done. If there'd mm. been some story of forgiveness, forgiveness of himself, even like I've done this terrible thing, I'm forgiven. Mm. I can move forward. That mm. would have been a much more impactful way, or much more, I guess, a, a better way mm. to to portray this story. I think. I think so as well. But it's yeah, very heavy topic. The whole movie it and is. That's not to say, like, again, I think it's. I think it's a good movie. I think it's well written. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he really is living in his like own personal hell. The mm. whole movie, he's trying to punish himself. Yeah, he's trying to make sure he suffers. Yeah, he doesn't want to do anything good for himself. Really, real tormented soul. Mm. Um, that is, yeah, just the past just keeps coming back to haunt that's him. That's right. He's got no way of dealing with that, and that's something that there are so many people in the world that are dealing with that. Yeah, because they have no way to have a clean conscience. But there is a way, and that way is Jesus Christ. That's right. right. You can be- You can be fully forgiven. Fully forgiven. That's There's no sin offered. that is, like, too big- That's right. Um, for Jesus, he can- his, his sacrifice is sufficient. Yeah. And we believe, right? Um, so, if I do something wrong and I don't might steal money from someone, forgiveness- To be forgiven, it needs to be the person that you've wronged mm. gives you, right? Yep. So, if I steal money, that person has to go, well, you don't have to pay it back. You're forgiven. Mm. Um. All wrongdoing is against God. Ultimately, God has given us a rule in in creating us. He's set up boundaries for life. Mm. So this is the life I've given you. Live it in this way. Mm. And so, when we go against those rules, we're actually doing that and doing, committing an offense to, to God. Mm. Um, but that means that God can forgive our offenses, mm. um, and that's what He's done. He's provided, offered us complete forgiveness for all wrongdoing. Yeah. Um, which is just, yeah, it's powerful. Yeah, amazing. the only way. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of other topics here. I don't know how much how much time we want to keep going for. Oh, we got some time. Yeah, some time. Um, there was a a line in there, and it's actually, um, it's, <laughs> uh, I recently watched the Barbie movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> you were not keen to watch it, yeah. But I went and watched it. I watched it with my wife. That's why I watched it. You know, yeah, she wanted to go. She'd do an episode with Rita, <laughs> a guest episode. Just get her to come in. <laughs> yeah, do it. Genuinely, I could, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it might change the dynamic too much. <laughs> People listen for our our funny, our witty banter. That's true. Yeah, we do have a good <laughs> chemistry. Dynamic. That's yeah. it. Um, but <laughs> similar in the Barbie movie, they kind of address this concept of contemplating death. Mm. Uh, and so in this movie, there's the line of like, do you ever think about death? Yeah. And I just wanted to briefly touch on that. Um, death, I mean, is apparent in this movie. That is what it's about. Of like yeah. these people who are facing death and 
one of them choosing death. Um, but I just think it's so interesting that death is the reality of every single person. Yeah. We're going to die. Yeah. And the reality is we don't know when. Mm. Could be at any point. Mm. We just die. But we know with certainty we will die. We will die, yeah. But at least in like Western countries, death is ignored. We don't want to contemplate it in our day-to-day life. Yep. Um, it is the most certain thing. You know, thing. What, what's that, that statement? Two things are certain in life, death and taxes. taxes. Yeah. That's <laughs> it. Um, got him. Got him. Yeah. yeah. Unless the IRS agent comes up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but death, out of, out of those two, we think about taxes much more. <laughs> We're not going to think about death too much. Yep. Um, and yeah, I just, I guess, wanted to... I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that of like, it's this, it is a reality. It is a reality that we kind of just stop thinking about until it like kind of, we kind of get there before yeah. it's sort of like too late. But That's it's, right. It is really something important to think about. Um, what is beyond the grave? Mm. Um, and that'll d- dictate how you live your life. Like That's right. Once you've gotten, yeah. Yeah. And I think there's like, if for people who aren't religious- mm. They ignore the concept of death almost for practicality. They're mm. like, well, this, I don't have a solution for this. There's so no point in thinking it. about it. Right? Yeah. I'm just going to live my life. I'm just going to live my life. It's a reality, but it's not going to help me contemplating it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a perspective. Yeah. But I think even as Christians, we can take the same perspective. We're like, death is a reality. reality. I can't do anything about it. I'm just going to ignore it. Mm. Um, and I've heard, I heard this, um, like someone, I think I was listening to another podcast. Yeah. But they had the kind of shared the idea that actually as Christians, we should be living our lives fully embracing death and being aware of it. It is so real mm. and it should fully shape the way we live mm. because the reality is we have the solution to mm. death. Yeah. Um, God has given us the, the way out. He's like, through Jesus, you actually can live forever with me. That's right. Um, but... We can't just go, all right, I'm set. Don't need to worry about death anymore. We're, yeah. we're still going to die and everyone we know is going to die. Yeah. And once we recognize that, we begin to recognize the futility of our lives. Ecclesiastes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and another concept in this movie um, that Ben says a couple of times is like, I want you to live life abundantly. Mm. Um, or um, Emily, I think is the girl's name. Yep. She's like- I want, there's so many things I want to do in my life. I, there's so many things I want to experience. Mm. And I think if you live, if you fully become aware of death, mm. fully live a life in, like with it held in your hand, mm. you you can't help but realize all of this is meaningless. Mm. What what makes a life well lived? Mm. What what's the difference between living ten years longer, mm. five years longer? Yeah, you know, you could in in the movie he dies he gives her his heart yep she lives i don't know she might live another 40 years mm. she, she dies yeah she can't escape it yeah and all that matters is what happens once you're dead yeah um but the question becomes like what are you living for yeah what is what is your purpose what is your hope you know that's right that's right um, um and i think as christians especially we've been told what our lives mean and what what we're meant to live for mm. um this idea that anything we're amassing or living for in this life that isn't of God yep. is meaningless. Um, yeah. I could get the highest paid position. I could rise all the ranks in a career. Mm. 
and I will still die, and mm. that will all be forgotten, mm. and it will mean nothing. Mm. But I help one person find Jesus. Mm. That's he's safe for eternity. Yeah, and I will be with him for eternity. That's right. You know, you gain more. It's just a, sh- a shifted perspective of like what, how are you spending your time now? Mm. You don't. You might have one day left. Yeah, you you, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Yeah, having a hundred, another hundred dollars in your bank account is going to make a difference when you're dead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like really, it's vanity, right? That's the whole like the whole point of the book of Ecclesiastes is life really is vanity. It's mm-hmm. uh, the Hebrew word there is havel, which means smoke. Right. Life is elusive. You think one minute it's like under control, and the next yeah. the rug can be pulled under. You. So. You need a sure foundation to build your life on, a sure reason to live on mm. um, just beyond this life. Jesus does offer you that. He says that anyone um, who, and this is symbolic, okay? Like Jesus is not a cannibal. He says anyone that drinks of my blood and eats of my flesh, I will raise them on on the last day when he comes back, essentially. And, and, and Jesus is pretty direct when he... In the gospel, he's like, you you have no life in you, meaning like you're gonna die one day. Like, right. You have no way of uh, saving yourself, and death really does rob you of everything that is good in, in this life, like the relationships that you have, the simple beauty of having a meal with a friend, or going mm. to watch a movie, or uh, doing a podcast, or that's right, going for a walk. And so, and I think if you're you're able to, I mean, it's not. I'm not speaking from a place of I've got this. In control, I'm doing this perfectly. No, this we're not. is uh, as as much of a, I guess, like a point for myself as it is for anyone else. Yep. But I think when if you're living a life aware of death mm. and not ignoring death, it makes everything else mean more. Mm. It's like I'm spending this this next three hours on YouTube. Mm. Okay, well, you know what did what did I gain from that? Yeah. <laughs> and that's not to say there's nothing to gain from spending time to relax. You know, yeah. God's given us a Sabbath. He said you need to be resting. Yeah. But he's also given us six other days to be working. Yeah. Um, I think you, yeah, sorry, you can go in the other direction as well as I'm aware of death. Oh my goodness. I need to panic. I need to panic. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. That's true. Which can be also dangerous and Absolutely. limiting to your life. Yeah. Um, and so you need to have like a balanced. Yeah, um, that's right. You, need, get- you need to temper that, that fear of death, I guess. Yeah. With the graciousness that god has already shown you yeah like i am gonna die one day and it's not gonna be fun but i have hope beyond that side and mm. so i don't have to live my life in a way it's like excessive that's you know right. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna die one day so i'm gonna do whatever this I want. is all i've got you know yeah. make the most of it um, yeah yeah or i'm gonna die one day so i'm gonna live in you don't have to like live in those extremes that's um, right yeah yeah anyway i thought that was um that was a fun chat yeah, yeah that, was another, ideas. <laughs> <laughs> that was another. That was another interesting point of the movie. Any anything else uh, from your end? Um, no, no. I feel like we like did a chunky, probably our chunkiest value section <laughs> of like yeah, any podcast we've done. Sure. This has been good. Um, yeah. yeah, and I think, like, yeah. Again, I think that speaks to the concepts that the movie was touching on. Um, definitely lots to think about. Um, yeah. My uh, my takeaway for all the youth pastors out there who are looking for Ooh, a, a catchy, okay. catchy little in with all the movie watchers. Yeah. Like Ben gave his heart to save Emily, <laughs> Jesus gave up his life to save humanity. <laughs> so, you know, just a little easy one. Don't have to, <laughs> don't have to watch the can movie I, now. Can I? Um, I've got one. Oh, yeah, you've got one. Nice, yeah. Like Ben gave that family a free house. <laughs>
Jesus gives me the free gift of salvation. Oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I didn't deserve it. Yeah. Undeserved. I didn't earn it. Why was I chosen? Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Grace. So good. <laughs> For all you youth pastors aspiring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Head start. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I've already done one of my um, my IMDb trivias, but we've got two more for, for tonight. Ooh. Um, the film enabled Will Smith to tackle a subject which has always fascinated him from yeah. a different perspective. How do men overcome their trauma? How do they continue to live when everything going wrong? Yeah. And yeah, that's a, a deep question. Therapy, probably. A big part of I that. think, yeah. Therapy. <laughs> Early well it takes root in your life <laughs> early, as early as possible supportive friends friends who are there yeah asking them how they're going that's so true yeah it's important that men have yeah men aren't really good at opening and being vulnerable that's so. right or mm. hearing about vulnerability from others that's right so yeah they didn't tackle it very well um yeah will smith his character ben stays at the travel inn in los angeles california this hotel was used before in Memento by Christopher oh. Nolan. Yeah. So, if you've seen that movie, they use the same in crossover of the universes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if Christopher Nolan had done this film. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have all been shot backwards. <laughs> uh, cool. So, that's been, um, yeah, our review of Seven Pounds. Overall, I mean, you gave it a five out of ten, half, glass half empty. I said it was, it was good. Yeah. I would recommend it. Um, I reckon this episode should be 70 minutes. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just get 77 minutes. <laughs> 77. All the sevens. Yeah. Would you recommend this? Or would you say recommend it on 1.5 speed? I would recommend <laughs> this on 1.5 speed. Okay. Um, yeah. Save you that half hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. What are some things that you're looking forward to watching, Tilla? Um... Man, you ask me this every week. Yeah, you can't with nothing prepared. prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you been watching? I'll give you time to think. I'll share first. Um, I like I said, I watched Barbie. That's right. I'll give a quick review of that. Yes. I mean, you weren't you weren't keen for it. I think it's a good movie. I really liked Barbie. I mm. thought it was very funny. I was laughing throughout most of it. Mm. Ryan Gosling. Yep. Honestly, a great comedic actor. Mm. Um, there are, I think. I was going into it with the idea of like, oh, there's going to be some, I guess, social commentary. And I, I felt like did part of that. There are a couple of scenes where they, um, I mean, they had like some serious discussions. Like, or like um, there's one scene in particular that's very dramatic mm. conversation about it. Yeah. But it did feel a bit undermined from the comedy. And yep. so, like, if you're really trying to unpack some deeper meaning, I don't know if that's well done. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, I, like I just decided, you know, I'm not going to look too deep into this, and I enjoyed it quite a lot. I would recommend it Ooh. for a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, some great, some great jokes in there. Bit long at points. Uh, a little bit, little bit longer, but yeah. yeah, overall it was good. You weren't, you weren't going to watch that one, the Itilla. Um, no, yeah, I don't know. Just, just there's no appeal for me with Barbie. If I'm really? Being honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about know. Barbie's appeal. <laughs> But it's targeted right for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, that's fair. And and again, I think there might be parts of this movie that I didn't connect with as well because I'm not a girl or not a woman. Yeah. Um, So, it didn't really speak to my experience in life. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm sure some people might enjoy it more than I did. But, yeah, I I, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. the comedy of it. Uh, I also finished watching 
the Secret Invasion series. Oh, okay, yeah. That's finished up. Well, I'll just say that the final episode of it is now Marvel's lowest rated ever thing they've ever made. Yeah, wow. Um, Overall, it's got 55%, the show, Mm. on Mm. Rotten Tomatoes. And then the sixth episode got uh, 7%. Yeah, (laughs) wow. But uh, it was not good. (laughs) I didn't think it was a great show. And it it just is really... reflected a lot of the things that are bad about a lot of Marvel projects. It was yeah. like rushed, wasn't really written in a way that has anything new to it. Mm. Um, they've kind of taken this concept, which is really cool, and undermined it completely and almost like wasted it. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah. Bit, very disappointing, I felt. Um, at no point was I really interested in the, in the plot. <laughs> So don't watch that one. There you go. That's one recommendation and one anti-recommendation. What do you call that? <laughs> Dissuasion. Um, I'm keen for the Equalizer three. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. It's coming good. out thirty first August. Well, we're um, planning to do time. a um after this movie, we're planning to do a run of action movies, right? That's right. So I think our first one um next week is going to be John Wick. John the Wick. Yeah. So maybe we could do the first two Equalizers after that. Yeah. time for Equalizer 3. Equalizer 3, that'd be lovely. Yeah, let us know. I wanted to shout out to our listener in Belgium. Yes. Our Belgium listener, thanks for thanks for listening. We see you each each episode. Yeah. Big fan of Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, our connection point. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you. Um, we hope you enjoy this episode. I don't yeah. know any Belgian, but, um, you know. You know, you get the idea. Get this the idea. episode's dedicated to you. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> Belgian. We might have lost them now. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else uh, before we finish up? Um, no. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys, if you wanted to get into contact with us, you can find us at goodfridayfilms.com or send us an email at goodfridayfilmspod at gmail.com. Hit us up. Otherwise, we're Good Friday Films on most of the social media platforms, pretty yeah. much all of them. I think we, we should be on YouTube now as well. We're on YouTube now. Comment, like, subscribe, interact with us. Let us know what... Yeah. Yeah. What- Give us some feedback, guys, and um, leave a rating. If, you, if you're enjoying watching or listening, yeah. leave a rating. That, mm. that really helps us. Um, if you disagree with us, let us know. Yeah. yeah. We'd love to see you're all passionate. the angry comments. <laughs> 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 we probably won't reply, but <laughs> we'd love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. We're going to be discussing John Wick. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>